Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hey loves, welcome to Clear the Clutter podcast where I teach you mindset shifts in under an hour. Today we're going to talk about episode number 75 and Of course, I will have examples for you, whether this is the 75th episode you've listened with me or this is your first one. Welcome. Let's dive right in. I'm so excited. In episode number 74, I was actually hyping the episode for 75. I got so excited about it. So adding more support into your day and asking for what you want. Um, I try really, 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 really hard to only teach the things that I know for sure. And so when I was getting ready to record this episode, I was like, okay, what do I know for sure? I know how to add more support into my day. I'm also getting really freaking good at asking for what I want. And both of those things can feel, especially if you were like me, right? If you were like me and you had the mindset block or the limiting belief that, um, support came with strings or support meant managing more things or support meant um, a lot more like weight and responsibility and requirements and structure and and it felt heavy, right? The word support used to, for me, feel very, very heavy. It does not anymore. Asking for what I wanted felt very heavy and very scary. Like it would be the dumbest thing, but like I wouldn't ask Ben to help me put the dishes away because I'm like, oh, it's just dishes. It's not that big of a deal. Let me just do it on my own, right? And like over time I created, instead of asking for support or asking for the things that I wanted help with, or even wanted in general, I created this mindset. I created this, this avatar that by denying myself, there goes my phone, sorry. But like by denying myself, I became the smarter of look at all the things I can do on my own. Look at how much I can handle. Look at how much I can accomplish. And I'm not getting support from anybody. And it was this horrible, horrible mindset and and belief system that I had created that asking for support equaled bad. Asking for support equaled I was weak. Asking for support meant that I couldn't do things on my own. Asking for support meant that I was trying to shirk my responsibilities. Asking for what I want meant I was greedy. Asking for what I want meant I was not happy with what I already had. Asking for what I want meant I was not grateful. Asking for what I want meant that instead of just being happy with what I had, I had to be bougie and want more. So I had all these really fucked up beliefs around support and asking for what I want. So just like everything else, Again, when you have a really shitty mindset belief, you will go ahead because your subconscious doesn't know any better. So you're going to go ahead and figure out how to self-sabotage to stay within that belief. Because if you get outside of that belief, then your brain starts to freak out and be like, wait, 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 wait. We don't have a pattern for this. We don't know that this is safe. We don't know that we like this. I don't like this. I don't like this panic button. I'm I'm hitting the panic button. Back up, back up, back up. Let's go back to what we know. Let's go back to what was safe doesn't matter that it's bad for us. doesn't matter that it's the sabotage. doesn't matter that it's making our lives either stagnant or miserable or it's holding us back. Your brain knows, but we've always done this and they haven't changed the script on it. So let's just keep doing that. And 
I really wanted this year to ask for more support and I really had to. I got really sick. So I'm recording this episode a month and change after I had a really bad cold. I had to go and do inventory at my day job. Um, we shut the dealership down for the weekend and we were doing inventory. We did inventory Saturday night after work. We did it Sunday. We did it Monday. I spent... God knows, 20-something, almost 30 hours in two and a half days doing inventory, running reports, looking for this, looking for that. It was a lot of work. And even for that, I asked for a ton of support, tried getting as many people possible to go ahead and do overtime. And, and I, we had a ton of people doing it. We had a lot of support, right? But regardless, it was a lot of work. It was, it was a lot of work in a very short amount of time. And one of the people that was working was really sick and he didn't stay home. Um, he thought that, oh, it's not that big of a deal and I'll get over it. Um, and he wouldn't be that sick. Well, unfortunately he was really, really, really sick and got a bunch of us sick and I didn't get kind of sick. I got like knocked down, drag out sick. Like I was running a hundred, 102 degree fever on and off for days. Um, I, I, you know, I, I swear to God, I thought I had caught COVID. I like lost my taste buds. I, I just, I was really, really, really sick. And so that was like a mini wake up call of, Hey, I need to ask for more support in my day. And asking for what I want is not this like evil thing. It's not greedy. It's not selfish. It's just an ask. It's an ask without strings. Um, and you know, when we talk about support, so like I've talked about support in the past, I've talked about building your team, I've talked about different levels of support, but I've never talked about structuring your life so that you're supported. So, and that's a block that we might have, right? We might be thinking, okay, support has to come in the hands of a person or it has to come in the hands of an exchange. Not all the time. So support, when I was really sick, looked like boxes of tissues and like a, a 12 pack of sugar-free, um, what was it? Ginger ale. Yeah. That's what support looked like. Support looked like having my husband come home and make me soup and have enough soup made so that the next day when I was home by myself, sick as a dog and barely had the will to eat or get up off the couch, that the soup was already there for me. All I had to do was heat it up. Support looked like not having to worry about walking the dogs because he took care of that for me. Support looked like going and using the automated app on my phone to go ahead and get the robo vacuum that we have that is amazing and helps me keep up with all this dog fur and cat fur. Support looked like running the vacuum one or twice, once or twice a day to keep up with all the fur. And then all I had to do was empty it. So like Support can look like a multitude of ways. And it's the same thing with asking for what you want. So asking for what you want, if you have these real big hangups like I used to on it, asking for what you want doesn't have to mean that it is mean or it's selfish or you're greedy or you're ungrateful. And it doesn't mean any of those things. You know, we need to, instead of adding more emotion to it, we have to take the emotion away from it. We have to go, okay, asking for what I want is just asking. That's it. There's no strings. And if you feel like this might feel a little crazy, but like if you feel that there are strings attached when you ask for what you want, you're doing one of two things. You're either not asking for what you actually want, but you're asking what you think is the socially appropriate thing that you're supposed to be asking for, or 
you're so used to having a transactional relationship that like you need to take a minute, close your eyes, exhale deeply and go, I no longer have to have a give and take transactional reaction for when I ask for what I want. An ask is still safe to just be an ask. It doesn't have to be more than that. It doesn't have to be less than that. It doesn't have to come with strings attached. And every time I feel that there's a string attached to what I want, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to breathe out. And I'm going to visualize cutting that string, cutting the string between what I'm asking for and what I want. I'm going to cut that string. I'm going to have no attachments and I'm going to cut the cord. I'm going to release the energy and just simply ask. And when you're coming from that place, when you're in that mindset and ask can just be an ask. And here's the reason why getting more support in your day matters because you might be thinking, okay, cool. I can go ahead. I can ask for more support. I can ask for things that I want. Um, and my life gets a little bit better. But when you start to do that, then you can start tapping into play again. And the reason why for me, at least that led from asking for what I want that led into play. I felt like I had more brain juice and bandwidth and I felt like I had more energy to go ahead and like I always say, focus on the things that matter. And what mattered for me more this year is this big lean back energy of I am supported, money chases me, opportunities chase me. I am able to monetize my skill set in any environment that I'm at. I am I am supported on every single level. I'm supported in so many capacities that it's not even funny. So it's a soul deep level of support. And a lot of the things that I want have very unrealistic timelines. Like I want to hit certain numbers with a very unrealistic timeline. I want to hit launches with an unrealistic timeline. I want to go ahead and buy all of these real estate properties that drives Ben nuts sometimes. I want to go ahead and have my thriving palm tree business already, like already done. Like I want to sell 10,000 plants this year. Like I have all of these unrealistic timelines. And it's not that no one around me doesn't get it. It's just that you have to come from a place where you have this endless well. And a lot of that does come from support in your day because that's how you gain back those units of energy, which I have a whole podcast episode on that. But like you have to ask for more support in your day. You have to ask for what you want. And then from there, when you hit that next level, that next level vibration, what does that look like, right? So say you're like, okay, I'm willing to ask for support. I'm willing to ask for what I want. I'm willing to ask for more help, whether it's from a robot vacuum, warming up soup the next day, bringing my own lunch, whatever, whatever makes you feel supported. So let, let me stop real quick. I do things throughout my day that help me feel supported. I, and I talked about this in the last episode, I created a 18 plus page document that my team can use, that my team has access to. I have a document where it has all the username, passwords, and links for all of the sites that we use to do our job. Those two documents alone make me feel so supported because no one always has to bother me or ask me or interrupt me to get the information that they need. Every time I create a chat automation for my Instagram so that I can kind of give the experience that I want over and over and over again, I feel really supported. Every time I create a template, whether it's for my podcast episodes, for my social media, for my quotes, how I want my VA to help do my work, every time I create a template, 
I feel deeply supported because not only is something getting done in the manner that I want it to get done, but I feel like this weight has been lifted off me. So like I even have templates on my phone. I have a template on my phone of every time I'm responding back and forth with someone on Facebook about um, doing dirt work or if we're doing gravel, if we're doing anything with the dump trailer, like over time I've been tweaking over and over and over again this template of, yes, the product's available, blank, 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 question, 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 how do I help you, right? So all of these little things that I've been doing have added so much more support in my day. So I feel like I have a lot more bandwidth and I feel like I can go ahead and start asking for what I want. And like I said, what I wanted this year was I wanted to lean back and play more. I wanted to have fun more. I wanted to bring in joy and vibes and excitement and, and sexiness and, and, and a vibrance to everything, not just this, this grit like this you know, like even my body language is changing. Like I didn't want to feel like my hands were clinging to something. I was tired of this clinging energy, not like clingy ex-girlfriend, but clinging on for dear life. So I didn't fall overboard. I didn't want that energy anymore. So with the mindset and the awareness that I want more fun, I want more flow. I want more joy. I want more support. I want more ease then I, again, I have the mindset and I have the mantra, but I don't know, I hire someone to teach me. So I hired someone to teach me. Right now, the course is $37, which is way too freaking cheap. It's probably one of the cheapest courses I've ever bought, um, but it's amazing. But it is a course, and I call it my, I call it my hype woman course. Um, it's one of the ones I have in rotation that I listen to in the morning. And it supports my mindset on play. It supports my mindset. And this is the whole reason why I wanted to dedicate an episode to this. You know, when I get really excited about something, any of you that have listened to previous episodes, if I get really excited about something, a tool, a resource or whatever, I create a whole episode dedicated to it. So then that way, like I never forget the lesson. And my favorite lesson out of this course was the wouldn't it be fun if ritual. So it is one of the modules in the course. That one and I am the storm are probably my top two favorite, but this episode is dedicated to more support, asking for what you want. And ironically, because of that fun. So I want to go through this. I am obsessed obsessed. I've been doing this every morning, multiple times a day. I actually owe one of my girlfriends another audio update of wouldn't it be fun ifs. Um, but it was a really amazing and probably one of the cleanest ways I have heard in a very long time to get yourself from mind shift A, mind, mind shift, mind shift A, I'm talking with a cough drop in my mouth, so to mind shift B, but in a light vibe, fun, supported, easy to ask for, no attachments way so that you can get from A to B and not feel freaked out, not feel overwhelmed, not say, okay, this has never happened to me before. I can't do this anymore. And therefore I shut down, I panic button that idea and I'm no longer available for it. I thought it was freaking phenomenal. So let me give you some real life examples. One of my things is I've been having a really hard time figuring out how to support a certain department in selling, like the sales team. We have a bunch of new people in the sales team. A lot of it because it is new, 
has made things again. There's just always a learning curve, right? So there's new people, new learning curves, new personalities to learn, new ways of selling to learn. How do I support them? And it has been really frustrating for me because I'm used to I'm used to the existing team we had. So I had to adapt. And I'm like, okay, I have made it in my head that selling and supporting the sales team is like this big thing. Like it's hard, it's messy, it's not easy, it's not fun. It's not the routine I've been doing for the past two, three, four years now. So it's it's this big thing, right? And I started using the phrase, wouldn't it be fun if the sales team came to me every time they needed help? Wouldn't it be fun if the sales team had a $5,000 day to day in accessories? Wouldn't it be fun if I had people call me to go ahead and, you know, pay me for quotes they already had saved in the computer? Wouldn't it be fun if people asked my advice on X, Y, and Z? Wouldn't it be fun if we had an X amount of dollar day? Wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be fun if? And I loved it. I deeply loved it. My mindset shifted. I felt more fun. I felt more possibilities. I felt like I was asking the universe for more support. I felt like it made me open up and not be so closed off and judgmental and rigid on things. So where I used to have this mindset of, oh, I have to stop and help them again, or God, how do they not know this yet? Or why aren't they using the resources I already gave them? Now it was like, I want, I want to be approached. I want to be open. I want to be available to these people so that I can help them. So in return, we get paid. We all get paid right? The money doesn't go to Amazon. It goes to the local dealership. So it just shifted my energy. And then I was like, okay, well, this is really fun. And I really like it. Like I, I would do as many as I could. Wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be fun if, and I would go and go and go and go and go and go until I couldn't think of any more. And then I would stop for the day or I would stop for the morning. Right. And I would do it. I did it morning and night for a couple days in a row. And I could tell the difference. I could tell that these little bite-sized pep talks were helping me start my day, not just more grounded, but in a more fun and open and receptive mindset because it can be really easy. You, you, you set up your routine. You know, I was thinking about this earlier, right? You set up your routine and I was talking to my mom about something unrelated, but I'm like, you know, I've been doing this one thing the same way for 12 years in a row. And now in my thirties, I have to learn to do that same thing in a completely different way. And I, I was, okay, so let's be, let's be honest here. I was talking about my period. <laughs> I was on birth control all of my twenties, all of it. Like I was on birth control from 17 to literally my 30th birthday on birth control whether it was a depth of shot, whether it was a pill, it didn't matter. I was on birth control that entire time. I did not know because I was on birth control that I had underlying health issues, PCOS, insulin resistance. I have a horrible tolerance for coffee, which is the most ironic thing in the world because I'm Puerto Rican and we are indoctrinated from birth with coffee and coffee is a humongous part of our culture. And it's always been a big part of my identity. And like, I, I, I didn't know any of these things about me. And I didn't know any of them because I had been living my life a specific way and I've been acting a specific way and my body had been reacting a specific way because I was on birth control. And when I got off birth control and my body took like a year and a half to detox and now I'm getting to learn my body all over again, it is so easy 
to stay in that resentful, I've done it this way, so therefore I'm going to beat my whatever into submission. So I used to look at it that I've been dealing with my body this way for 12, 15, no, about 15 years now. I've been dealing with my body in this one particular way for about 15 years now. By God, it worked for 15 motherfucking years. I am going to beat it back into submission because that's the only way that this is going to work. Instead, where I felt like some of these areas in my life, I was getting really rigid. I've, I've been using the what if tool and I've been like, you know what? What if periods were not something to get mad about or get angry about or get upset or get frustrated or cry because we've been trying to have a kid for a couple of years now. What if I didn't look at it as a period equals pain? What if I didn't look at it as a period equaled failure or a loss of an opportunity? What if I just simply looked at my period? And I know that this is weird, right? And the guys are like, ew, periods, but like, get over it. That's like, that's the only reason why you're even born is because your mom had a period. So like, <laughs> get over it. But like, what if I looked at my period as wouldn't it be fun if I use this opportunity to take care of myself? Wouldn't it be fun if I use this opportunity to go ahead and check in and see how my body was doing and not ignore it like I used to do for the last 15 fucking years? Because clearly that works so well. <laughs> what if I use this opportunity to go ahead and stop and listen and see what I need? What if I use this as an opportunity to go ahead and drink and find really great freaking teas that I actually like, that I actually enjoy. Not, oh, I gotta drink tea because I'm not supposed to be drinking coffee and this is a punishment. Like, what if I used it for more support? What if I used it for more play? And so that one little what if, what if, or wouldn't it be fun if, right? The, that little shift has been so helpful in so many areas. And like, I just did a riff on like my period, but like I can do a riff on so many other things. So I'm going to give you another one. Wouldn't it be fun if, Ooh, let's do, let's do this one. Okay. Wouldn't it be fun if people approached me every single day at work and asked, what did you need? Wouldn't it be fun if I had customers that were really thoughtful and considerate and not like judgmental and demanding. Wouldn't it be fun if I had tons of people, not tens of people, tons, 20, 30s, 50, 100 people take advantage of my sale every single month of the dealership that I create? Wouldn't it be fun if I had people call me up and say, hey, that save quote I had, can I go ahead and pay you for it? Wouldn't, I ha wouldn't it be fun if I had people reach out to me and say, hey, remember that audio and that episode that you talked about getting paid and being like the most laid back paid woman ever. And you talked about affiliate marketing. Wouldn't it be fun if someone reached out and DM'd me for the link because it was just easier that way? Wouldn't it be fun if someone DM'd me a link for every course I was recommending whenever I was recommending it, whether it was live or not, so that I could go ahead and support them? Wouldn't it be fun if cooking and dinner and that nighttime routine, instead of becoming just the routine and kind of boring, became fun and sexy and vibrant again and a way to connect with my husband? 
wouldn't it be fun if we could continue going on vacations um, instead of doing these big overarching vacations that don't really seem to work out too well for our household just because of how we work? Wouldn't it be fun if we just kept doing these mini vacations where we did a day trip here and a weekend there and an overnight stay there? Wouldn't it be fun if he was able to hold his first sign auction this month or even this year? Wouldn't it be fun if I had people help me with the palm trees and we used it as a time to connect and bond instead of drudgery? Wouldn't it be fun if every single day after work, especially now that the sun is out later, I could go ahead and take my big nature walks with my puppies and, and fall into that routine and love it and love on them and love on nature every single day and get re renewed and reju rejuvenated. So like, that, again, that one little mindset shift from this course is amazing. Is amazing. I just riffed. I just totally riffed. Like, I meant to do like one or two and I closed my eyes and I kept going and going and going. So, you know, it, it's just, I, I love it. I, and you can hear the difference, right? So let's, let's go back to the lesson, not just my riffs. You can hear the difference in how receptive I am, how... I'm asking the universe to help support me. I am asking for what I secretly want, but maybe I don't feel ready to have yet. So I have this one course, it's a bonus that you can only get through the Money Mentality Makeover. And it was, um, it's a full episode dedicated to, I am no longer available and I can't even imagine. I feel like this is the bridge. This is the bridge course to that. So I have started out in the past with the 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 hard sand in the line of I am no longer available to feel like shit anymore every time I make money. I am no longer available to have all my energy sucked out at work or whatever the scenario is, right? Like I am no longer available for this extreme thing to happen to me anymore. And then I used to go from that straight into I can't even imagine having my life not look like X, Y, and Z. And sometimes, I'll be very honest, sometimes I would get stuck in the middle. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not available for this, but I'm still having a hard time imagining that, right? So I felt like I got stuck in the middle. I feel like this course is amazing. And that one little, one little lesson in the course, I'm not even talking about the rest of the course. The rest of the course is freaking phenomenal. Like the, the episode of I Am The Storm, oh my God, like, I about like cried with joy. I loved it so much. But like the app, the, like the, that one little episode of wouldn't it be fun if it feels like it's the bridge between what I'm not available in, uh, in reality for anymore and what I can't even imagine my life not being, it, it gets me there. It gets me from A to, you know, it gets me from one to 1.5 to two. Right. And I, and I love it. And I, I have had so many little but consistent mindset shifts because of that course, because of that. And it just, it felt really good. It felt really, really good. I loved it. I, I loved it. I love having these riffs now with my girlfriends and being like, wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be fun if. I love having this more playful, laid back energy when it comes to quote unquote manifesting. And you know, I, sometimes I call it manifesting. Sometimes I call it asking for what I want. Sometimes I call it putting in an order with the universe and the universe cafe, which is probably one of my most favorite episodes ever. Um, sometimes I call it, you know, calling in the whatever. So like I have a different phrase for it pretty much at any given time. 
but what I am no longer available for is thinking that these mindset shifts have to come from trauma or they have to come from struggle or they have to come from a dark, traumatic bonding place, right? Like I am no longer available for that. I am fully available. And wouldn't it be fun if I could learn in a way that felt fun. I could learn in a way that felt pleasurable. I could learn and have these shifts and I could lean in to do the things that I secretly want to do anyway, but I'm still building the confidence to do, but I could do it from a fun place and I could do it from a happy place. And I could do it from a, a place of joy and a place of pleasure. And what if the word pleasure didn't like trigger all of this other random crap in me? And what if pleasure just meant fun? Like I, I, I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with the, wouldn't it be fun if I, I love this little bridge tactic. I think it's amazing. And again, like I said, this is just one part of the course. I loved, I love the, I am the storm. I am still internalizing that to be very honest. That's why like it, maybe down the road, it'll get its own episode, but like I only create episodes on what I know for sure. And the things I know for sure, especially is on the, wouldn't it be fun is I'm using it every damn day. Um, I am going to start using it with my mom. I'm going to start using it with my team. I'm going to start using it with Ben's team. Like I have fully absorbed that thought process and that mindset shift into my body. Like it is, we are one now. We are, we are one and it is not going anywhere. And I will never stop using that tool. Like I love it. I absolutely love it. And maybe once I've become one with the, I am the storm, um, cause I, I loved it. I loved it so much. I just love the concept. I love the theme. Once I become one with that one, then I'll definitely teach you guys that one, but you don't have to wait for me to go ahead and become one with the, I am the storm. You don't have to try and figure out reverse engineer the, wouldn't it be fun ifs and the other parts of it that I didn't talk about. You don't have to worry about any of that. You can go by the course. The course is amazing. The course is awesome. Right now, if you're listening to this live, it's like 37, 39 bucks. It's pretty cheap. And, and I don't use the word cheap in a negative connotation. I just mean like it's pretty damn inexpensive for the amount of transformations that you're getting. Like it's fantastic. I love it. I absolutely love it. So <laughs> I would definitely recommend it to you. And again, there's short little audio episodes. Like one of the things I really do love about Andrea and the way she's teaching and I've been debating on doing this is I love that all of her courses are audio courses. So like she's teaching them live. And then after that, she's going ahead and she's stripping out the audio. She's creating a private podcast feed and then she's dumping the course in the, no, not dumping, but she's creating the course into the podcast feed. And then you get the private podcast feed and you can listen to the course and that's it. And you either click on a link and add it to your Google play, you click it or add it to your iTunes or you can click the third link and you can add it to an RSS reader. Super freaking easy. Like it's like, it's literally three steps and you've got the course in your ears. I love it. And obviously everyone knows how much I love creating podcast episodes. So I was thinking of rearranging, like I'm not gonna lie, like the way she's made it has been so easy to absorb her content so quickly and absorb it over and over and over and over again that I am so tempted to strip out all of my courses and recreate all of my courses in that, in that mode, just because I feel like it's a, it's, it's another level of distraction removed. Like, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of courses that I've taken 
where it's like, I needed the workbook. I needed the, the, the this. I needed the slide deck. I needed this thing because I needed that to figure out how to wrap my brain around the concept. But when, when you're doing mindset work, it's very different. And I find this very fascinating. When you're doing mindset work, when you're doing mindset shifts, when you're trying to anchor in a new reality, ironically, you don't need that stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I've created all of this extra content that I don't know that I need anymore. And maybe I need to strip out of my courses because I feel like it might be taking away from the message. I want, when, when you're listening to me, whether you're listening to a course that I'm recommending, whether you're listening to one of the courses I've created, whether you're listening to my podcast episode, I want you to have this energy of I can lean back and Maggie will support me and walk me through a transformation. So by the time I'm done listening to this episode, my life will be that much better. That is the energy I want. I feel Andrea has done a fantastic job with these little audio drops of doing that. So I would be fascinated to hear from you if you buy the course and you get that link, do you like it? Do you even like the platform? Or is it me and my obsession with audio that like I'm just having a total nerdy geeky moment? You know, wouldn't it be fun if all of you reached out to me all God, there's hundreds of you at this point, all hundreds of you that I don't even know all of you that exist because depending on the platform, the number's different and the, the, the algorithms are definitely not clear, but wouldn't it be fun if all of you that exist would tell me and send me DMs on the Instas that if you liked having an audio course versus having like a full blown log into the back end of a website, have a portal, blah, blah, blah. Which one would you rather have? Wouldn't it be fun if all of you reached out and told me? Wouldn't it be fun? Ooh, no, this is even better. This is even better. Wouldn't it be fun if you all reached out and told me your favorite way to con consume content? So then that way I could see all of it. Your favorite way. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a slide deck. It doesn't matter if it's an audio course. It doesn't matter if it's, I, I don't know, I'm making it up a workbook, a physical printed book. Wouldn't it be fun if all of you reached out to me and told me your favorite way to consume content and consume a course? Wouldn't that be fun? So <laughs> that's my point, right? You can take any idea. You can take any idea. It doesn't matter what it is. And you can bridge it and you can make it a wouldn't it be fun. And you can cut the cord. You can cut the emotion. You can cut cut the attachment and you can just come at something. It doesn't matter the idea. It could be literally from your period to creating courses to creating money. doesn't matter. You can come from that idea from a place of fun, from a place of pleasure, from a place of joy, from a place of more support. And the other thing that I love the most about that is I feel like when you're asking this question, your subconscious is going around in the background and being like, okay, they're asking for this. You're, it feels like your subconscious is acting as if the universe cafe. So it's like, okay, they're asking for this. How do I get them the answer? They're asking for this. How do I get them the answer? And you're going to stumble across ideas and things. You're going to be like, holy crap, this shit was sitting in front of me this entire time. And I was just too, too eye blind or nose blind or ear blind to, to see it was right there the whole time. Like it's amazing. So I recommend it. I love it. I think you will definitely enjoy it. I think it is a phenomenal thing for your buck. And it's something that, like I said, if you're listening to this live and you're buying it live, you're going to pay it like 30 something bucks. Like it's, it's a phenomenal thing for your buck. Like I'm, I'm so obsessed. I can't wait until I've been listening to them in the mornings. I can't wait 
for tomorrow morning to go back and re-listen because I listened to a couple of her other courses that I'm in right now and I cannot wait to listen to that course again just so I can get to the like I'm the storm energy and once I'm done with this episode and I'm done recording and I'm done scheduling some stuff out I can guarantee you that tonight I'm going to send an audio memo to my bestie and I'm going to be like hey let's play the wouldn't it be fun if game and she's playing it back with me which is amazing so this is something you can do with your friends too so like you can do it with your friends. You can send them to me. Wouldn't it be fun ifs? Oh my God, we should have a wouldn't it be fun if days. But like you can totally send me. I would love to see your wouldn't it be fun ifs. And let me cheer you on because this is such a fun game. This is such a really amazing way to every single day get into a higher, vi higher vibration of abundance. So why not, right? Do me a favor. Check out the course. It's freaking amazing. You're going to love it. The link is everywhere. It's in the show notes. It's on my website. It's on my course page. Um, it's on the show notes. It's going to be in my Instagram stories. Like it's everywhere. I've made it. It's, it's in the email newsletter. It is super easy to find the link to the course. Find the link to the course. Buy the damn thing. Send me your wouldn't it be fun ifs. I am, I am dying to see what they're going to sound like and what they're going to say. And I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was such a joy and a pleasure to be back on the podcast and recording and helping, you know, teach you things that I have learned and shrink and collapse that time for you. I'm so incredibly grateful. I would love it if you tagged me where you're listening to me, how you're listening to me, what ahas you had, what wouldn't it be fun ifs you had. Like, I would love if you tagged me on that. Or obviously, if you buy one of my journal prompts because you're trying to do some deeper homework, you can go ahead and drop a comment in the Etsy store. Um, and then don't forget, if you are not on my super sweet swank VIP email newsletter list, then you need to get on there. It is margaretstevens.co slash subscribe. And my email newsletter is pretty amazing. So I can't always sit down in front of the mic and go ahead and do a full episode. But I love to send little random emails of support and ideas and abundance in the meantime between episodes. So that is the easiest way to always get those. Um, MargaretStevens.co slash subscribe. And you will get my, if you are new to the newsletter, you'll get my top three questions. I use them daily to guide my decisions, where to spend my time and money. And you'll also get three real life examples on how I actually implement all of this stuff. So just like the podcast, you're going to get practical tips and you're going to get metaphysical tips, right? That's, that's my jams. So I am so grateful to be back. I'm so grateful that you listened. I can't wait to see your wouldn't it be fun ifs. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.